Welcome back to the Modern Dad Show. I'm your host, Chandra Bujwani. And I'm Carl Lyons. And we are Modern Dads, which is? We are Modern Dads, dads trying to work out what it is to be modern. I don't know. Still trying That's to figure it out. Thought. Yeah, absolutely. But before we get into our subject of today, there is a question I had for you. No. And I'm going to go a little Dennis Hopper in speed. Pop quiz, hot shot. My daughter was going to the toilet and she was running in right. and she had a toy in her hand and it slipped out and went into the toilet. Nice. So yeah. I have no idea where this is going. What do you do? What do you do? Because it was my son's toy and now he's starting boiling. There's a yeah. toy floating in the toilet. Right. What do you do? Well, your first instinct was to flush it and then I saw my son crying. Well, <laughs> the big question is, what was in the toilet? There was nothing. I mean, just, so it was just toilet water. water. Well, clean water. Yeah, 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 I get you. Um, well, you know what? Uh, my standards in? will say, I'd just dive in, man. Yeah, I'd just dive in, get it out, rinse it off, and say nothing to anybody. Right. No, I mean, it was, it was a big event in our house. So there was a lot of screaming and crying. What do I do? What do I do? Well, so, yeah, I, I, I... Does that answer your question? Well, I, what did you do? <laughs> I, uh, I went to the kitchen, got a plastic bag, and dipped it into it. <laughs> So I just flung it, flung it into the sink. I was like, ah! My, my first instinct was flush it, I'll buy you a new one. <laughs> but, but then just the thought of it, and my son's like, ah! <laughs> just I'm from the north. Uh, there's no way you'd have put a plastic bag in your hand. You'd have done a duck apple thing uh, from, from the north, you know, well, and kind of got it out with your teeth. That's where the laws of our hygiene now. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so let us know what you think. I'd love to get your feedback as to what yeah. you do when the when a toy goes down into the toilet. But well, we've got a subject today, right? I think um, what we wanted to talk about today actually was discipline. It's kind of related in some ways, vaguely. Yeah, I mean, if you're naughty, I guess you could <laughs> flush your toy back down the toilet. So, yeah, this is one of the perennial things for parents, I, I think, that, you know, how and where do you draw boundaries with kids and how do you go about setting those boundaries for them, what's the methodology? Um, so that, that was kind of the subject today, I suppose, and I'd really be interested in what you think about how you, in your kind of household, go about doing that. How do you set the boundaries? What do you do? Well, the thing is, we're in, in my opinion, we're in a new age right now because from the time when I grew up where, uh, you you know, I got smacked around a bit, and from the time when you grew up and you were put on the rack, things have changed. Yeah, the thumb screws exactly. and all that kind of stuff. Exactly, yeah. the things have changed, and now the laws in place and everything. So we're sort of trying to figure out how to discipline kids, but do it in a way that do do it in a way that we didn't have when we were growing up. Yeah. So we're trying to find new yeah, methods, effective different. methods. I mean, I remember. So if I was naughty outside and uh, there was that impending beatdown. So I don't know if this ever happened to you, but my parents would, one of them would say, when we get you home, <laughs> when we get you home. Or when your father gets home, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, and then you had the whole suspense of it, you know. Absolutely. And then maybe you get distracted because of toys or whatnot, but then you have the whole suspense that you're going to get this beatdown, and every time, it's sort of, I don't know if you ever watched that film, The Blair Witch Project. The Blair Witch Project. The Blair Witch Project. Ah, I don't right, know if you watched right. that. I did, yeah, standing in the corner facing the wall kind of thing. Well, that it was, was just, it was the, that, you it? just never see anything, and it was just the whole yeah, suspense yeah. of waiting oh, to yeah, see yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. The suspense of death being worse than death. So I remember once uh, um, this happened and my dad rang the doorbell and I deserved a beatdown because I lit a firework in the house and it burnt the carpet. <laughs> but my dad rang the, you for that? <laughs> and, I rang, and my dad rang the doorbell and I literally just legged it into the toilet. <laughs> I don't know how long it stayed in there, but I just, oh, man. When, I got, when I came out there was no beatdown. 
There was just, it was something worse. You were worse. kind of disappointed almost. And that was worse. There was this yeah. look of disappointment. There was no conversation. Mm. And that was, uh, yeah, that was worse. I never lit a firework in the house again. Again, yeah. yeah. And I can also see that forming patterns later on in life in a kind yeah. of discipline, Benny Hill kind of way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and it, it was the same thing with Jaws, is the suspense. You don't see the shark until three quarters into the movie, and that's because they had problems with the shark, but it was the suspense <laughs> of it. It was the suspense of the beatdown. But I think um, it's difficult to find something that's effective and consistently effective because we started Time Out, and that worked you know, at times, and now, now we're at a stage where my son will sit down and do his time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. You've kind of pattern. He's got a pattern of uh, behaviour there. That you, yeah. You he's got his own. Up. He's got his whole Shawshank going on. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna sit down and you go and I'm, I. He's, <laughs> maybe he's going down the toilet out. Wow. Maybe that's your superpower. I don't <laughs> know. But um, yeah. So when I was a kid, it was different to achieve that aim. Uh, all right. I wasn't. I wasn't kind of smacked that much at home. I must admit. But at school, I mean, they had a whole array of bits of torture equipment from uh, root, splintered rulers to, uh, to the stick. Uh, there, was one, uh, there was one teacher had a galosha, basically. I don't even know what that is. A galosha? I mean, yeah. man, that's like a big old slipper. It sounds you know, like something... But he had self size 12 feet, this dude. And, sounds like I mean, an S&M toy. Yeah, well, what kind of school did you go to? <laughs> yeah. A galosha. A galosha, yeah, and that was in the north, man. But uh, yeah, so you get whacked with that, and that really left some uh, some red scars, man. It was a it was a tough one. So uh, that, that's what used to happen many years ago. But you're right, we we don't have the laws uh, in place, or we do have laws in place to stop us doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Firstly, what is a galosha? Just a galosha is uh, we have them at uh, our kids have got them at school. You know, for sports, they're a, they're a sports shoe. Oh, it's a sports shoe. It's a sports shoe, yeah. It's a, like a big that? old trainer. Oh, okay. Galosh is <laughs> more sinister, man. It, does, it is. It, it is more sinister deep and to find sexual. Out what it is. Um, <laughs> but That's what I meant about Benny Hill. To be yeah. honest. You're going in strange places with this discipline. Aren't you? Yeah, well, we started off with going to the toilet, so yeah. But <laughs> so, so now the question is, we both got smacked uh, in school as well, um, and and at yeah. home. We can't do that now. I I don't have the are. heart to do it now, but we can't do that now. If we could do it now, and it was theoretically needed, would you do it? Do you think at times it is needed? Well, you know what, I, I, I don't know. I, we've got different methods in our house, a little bit like you. Ours is not sat on the toilet, strangely enough, but we do have a naughty step. Mm -hmm. Is that for you, or well, is that what your enough, wife sends you? Uh, it's, it's, it's strange in that the rule is that you've got to stay on the naughty step for the same number of minutes of your age. Oh, wow, that's nice. That's yeah. great. So what about that? So when I'm sent to the naughty step, I'm there for uh, well, at least 35 minutes. Aren't you still there? <laughs> 35 <laughs> minutes. Is the yeah. clock broken in your house? <laughs> but um, no, that's, that's really good. And I guess that gives them the concept of time. And do they stay there? They, they do, actually, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Does it yeah. matter what they do on the naughty step? No, it's time out. Uh, it's kind of loss of privilege, basically. You know, so if the other siblings are, are playing, they're watching something, um, uh, you know, or, or they're reading or whatever, so they're taking out the family unit in that sense, and that's kind of punishment enough, basically, that they're mm. not included in the family. But didn't you so find your other daughters ran to the other one and sort of... Console them? Not console uh, them, but then no, maybe through stuff. We'll maybe. just stayed around, so it wasn't they weren't pulled out of the situation as much. 
Well, you can still see them, if that's what you mean. So, you know, they're accessible from that point of view, but, you know, then they're able to see what they're missing, aren't they? Does it work? Yeah, it does in our house. But I've also seen there's some differences in other families, actually, where, you know, other families have tried to put their kids on an RC step and they just weren't having any of it, you know, they were just wandering off and doing their own thing. So there's that, it's that when you set boundaries and how you set boundaries, I think that's really important somehow. And uh, how early you start kind of setting the, the ground rules for your kids. How early do you start? How, how early do you think you could actually put in things like time and whatever and it actually be effective and not be just treating a child, you know, they're too young to understand time out. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but, uh, you know, a lot of people, so when we had our kids, a lot of people were doing Gina Ford. Mm. And Gina Ford's like a, a Nazi, basically, isn't she? So it's this kind of controlled crying, and, you know, so even if the kids kids upset, you've got to kind of leave them. And so really, really early on, they learn what is yeah. kind of re- behavior that's rewarded and, and behavior that, that's not rewarded. So um, I think that starts really early. Not that we followed that uh, No, we, all, didn't, we didn't follow Gina Ford either. Yeah. But I think my point is that it can start really early. And I, I think that disciplining and I think the boundary setting is better and more effective when it starts early. Okay. So there isn't an age that's too early? I don't think so. I, I, only from the point of view of responding to the behaviour that you see, because I, I don't know, I'm no kind of child expert in that sense, but uh, it's worked with our kids that, you know, we have set boundaries. There's a certain age where they don't understand the concepts or they don't understand the logic necessarily. Right. Uh, so I don't think you can use language, uh, you know, and, and words in a sense. But you can use tone of voice and you can use, you know, kind of attitude and behavior and things like that. So I'm glad you brought up tone of voice because <laughs> I remember we had, a, we had a gathering at our house and there was a mum that was there with, with two of her boys. And um, the boys were, they weren't misbehaving, but they were being rowdy. And she literally just shot them a look. <laughs> and it's as if she slapped the boys with her eyes and the, uh, the boys just stood at attention and you know got the act together and and then and then and then and then she went back to a conversation knowing full well yeah and those boys were in line for the next seven to eight minutes yeah but just that power and i was jealous i was mother's right Uh, my my mother was the same she had the same effect on me i mean in a way she was the kind of disciplinarian in the house because if you got on the wrong side of uh, you know the mother uh, that was more wrathful than you know Mm. than the father in many ways so yeah, that is a mother's superpower, I think. I, I, the I, lock, the eyes in the back of the head, the tone of voice, whatever it is, it works. For, for me, it was uh, the dad. Yeah, I mean, even I remember as a kid, once, uh, I think I, was, I wasn't even a kid, I was a teenager, and I was probably about 13, and my dad came to slap me. And uh, I don't know, maybe it was, you know, hormones, or I was uh, maturing yeah. in puberty, and uh, I caught his hand, Wow. And he looked at me, and I looked at him, wow. and then he laughed, and I laughed, and then he laughed, and I laughed, and then he slapped me with the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> so I eventually got the discipline and a great anecdote. But um, yeah, I mean, going back to it, it's th- they have different techniques. And then what about families that there's 
evidence of a lack of discipline. Well, exactly, and I think you you kind of come across those, right? You know, when you go yeah. to other uh, to other homes, you go on play dates or, or whatever, or you know, your kids meet the other kids in in the classroom, basically, and there are definitely differences in culture and philosophy. And I think that's hard, actually. So different families draw the line in different places, don't they? Things like language, bad language, for example. Mm. You, know, you go into an Irish family, and the F word's like every other word. It was the first word like that. that came out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. Oh, you know, yeah. that's it. The kid's first word, you know. Yeah. Niall's first uh, F word. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, in our family, it's a little bit more taboo. So, you know, there are big differences, basically, about what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. And navigating that, I think, is really hard as well. So what do you do when you put your kids in a situation where there's a lack of discipline on the other side? Yeah. What, what are you saying to the child? Because the child has his own discipline at home, but now he's in an environment where the other kids that he's playing with has no discipline. Yeah. You've put him in the environment, and if he comes back home with sort of those traits or that belief yeah. and yeah. exercises them at home with yeah. with you and his siblings he there'll be a certain level of confusion because this other kid well, wasn't uh, disciplined I'm, I'm not sure if it is confusion i think it's an opportunity actually we've had lots of conversations with our kids where they've been interacting with other kids they come back with some language or behavior that's not acceptable to in our family yeah. uh, and that's been an opportunity to say right, I don't care what other families do, this is how it works in our family. And that really helps to set where that line is, I, I think. So I think that's a real opportunity in many ways, that they see the differences, but they understand what they are, the values are that they're developing in their own family. Right. So I think that's a good, in a way, in a kind of slightly perverse way, I know that's a good thing. Okay, back to you always look at the positives, you're looking at the, <laughs> at the positives. But, um, so you think it's a learning opportunity? That's a great expression, yeah. Yeah, it's a learning it's opportunity. A learning opportunity. I remember, and I was uh, there was a play date, and my son was there, and uh, he was playing with this other kid, and the, the other kid kind of got ag aggressive. Yeah. And uh, I was sitting with the other parent, and the other parent wasn't saying anything, and I was watching, and I was watching the parent, I was watching, and I finally turned to the parent, I said, "Is it alright if I tell my son to?" push your son back and hit your son back, <laughs> would that be okay? And the parent just, uh, and just kept going. I, I, was, I was stunned. Is it all right if I can I, can I can I Can I tell my son to hit your son back? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, it just. <laughs> what about benefits? What are the benefits of creating boundaries for your kids and, um, uh, you know, creating boundaries and, uh, you know, acceptable behavior in families? What, what are the benefits? Well, if you raise them right, they don't go to Shawshank. That's the... <laughs> That's that's, that's one it. of the they that's become good citizens, right? Well, that's the thing. They're good citizens. They're uh, hopefully good kids. They make the right decisions. They pass yeah. that on yeah. to when they have kids. Yeah. They can also know right from wrong in situations that affects other people. Because yeah. let's say there's bullying. Bullying is a big problem. And yeah. if you if your kids know that, they mm. hopefully will step in as opposed mm. to join in. Yeah. And I think teaching them that is uh, is very important. Not following the herd. Yeah. Absolutely. Is also very important. But as you say, being sensitive to other people as well. So it's that whole—it's part of that whole socialising process, isn't it? Yeah. So they bump up against other people's opinions and consequences of their thinking and behaviour, and I think that's really important stuff. I think I think discipline is very important, and at the end of the day, it's you know, it's tough love. There's also another element of it, and I don't know if it's um, prevalent in northern communities or even in the um, in the western communities, but in the eastern 
communities and families, there's an aspect of keeping the family name, make, keep making the family yeah. proud. Yeah, yeah. When you go yeah, out yeah. there, you're representing the family, yeah. you need to do us proud yeah. and not bring shame. Yeah, yeah. It sounds a I bit cliched, <laughs> but there is an element of it. You yeah. know? No, I know what you mean. Yeah, absolutely. No, so I get that. And I think that's important that you project you know, the family image to the world in a way that you know, is, is authentic and you know, respectful. But, but I think that it's not only uh, restricted to Eastern families from uh, Eastern heritage because if your kids go out and they misbehave it basically people will assume that you guys aren't raising your kids well yeah and, yeah. and so on and so forth well that, that's why we don't let our kids round to yours that much to be honest um. <laughs> Well, well, you don't have our address. <laughs> Why do you think that is? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, uh, but we'd we'd love to know what you think. Um, you know, and some more ways of discipline. Yeah, that'd be great. The children, that that'd be great. Actually, we could always use some new methods. tactics. Yeah. yeah, totally. But thank you for tuning in. Thanks. Let us know what you think, and uh, see you next week. Look forward to hearing from you. Thank you.